Welcome back to the Energy Fitness Podcast. Today, we have the pleasure of having Jenna Williams on the podcast with us. Um, she's a local doula here in Washington County, and we'll go ahead and get to the point on this one. So, you want to fill us in on what the difference is between a midwife and a doula? Hi, yeah. Thank you so much for having me today. So, um, the main difference between a midwife and a doula, um, a midwife is going to be more like comparable to an OB. Um, so, she's going to do more like medically based tasks, um, like checking your blood pressure, uh, listening to the heartbeat of the baby, things like that. Um, so a doula is a more like behind the scenes support. Um, so we typically support moms and their partners um, throughout pregnancy, during birth, and uh, during the postpartum period. Like that extra hand. Yes, like that, just that silent support there, that reassurance. That's good. I, I think it's really special that people know what a doula is and they know that they can reach out to a doula because there's, I know, when Kate was um, pregnant and after birth for all three of our kids, um, I worked out of town almost all the time, and okay, yeah. she she could have really used an extra yeah, that's hand. Tough, for so, sure. and I know a lot of other women that deal with that same thing too. So, yeah, you know, and I know a lot of women um, kind of underestimate the uh, postpartum support that's needed. Um, and don't really have that prepared ahead of time. So a lot of the work that I do during pregnancy is actually to prepare for that postpartum support. Um, so you're confident and assured that you are going to be supported when you need it the most. Yeah, I think that's really good. So, so essentially people, when they're getting ready to set up for birth, they can reach out and find a doula and a midwife. Which one do they normally get a hold of first? Like they probably contact the doula first, right? Um, yeah, assume. you know, it really depends on where they plan on birthing, you know. So if they do plan on birthing in a hospital, um, typically they would seek out um, OB care with a traditional OB. Um, if they're maybe wanting to birth in a birth center, you know, midwives um, typically will service them. Or if they want to birth at home, um, that's like another choice for a midwife. So um, there are definitely different options. Um, I did actually find my doula first when I was pregnant and then I found my midwife. So it's really just like personal preference. Yeah. Um, but I really do encourage you to find a doula early. Um, that way you can really build that relationship and, yeah, that makes and sense. start that work. Yeah. Because, well, I guess this can just lead into the next one. My interpretation of the doula is it's is like it's like it's that extra hand it's the helping hand that can find everything that you need so it seems like it would be not more important than having a midwife but the midwife comes in more towards the end of pregnancy right i mean yeah definitely even just towards the middle just for um you know care and like peace of mind yeah. um but even doulas can help you find that care provider you know um i know my doula def like recommended my midwife so um yeah. you know if you are maybe new to an area and you're not familiar with the practice like the practices in you know where around you um you can find a doula that can say hey well like i've worked with this one or you know depending on your situation um can find someone that, that yeah. could work for you yeah. yeah i like that like uh like we said before before we recorded the uh like the alexa of pregnancy yes right i'm like your pocket pregnancy pal yeah, just text me <laughs> yeah i think that's really cool yeah. so so what exactly is a doula and why should someone want to contact a doula yeah um so doula actually comes from the ancient greek meaning a woman who serves yeah, I like and that. i feel like that really encapsulates what a doula does and that's serve women you know so i'm really there to just help the mother in any way that she feels is best for her um, and typically that shows as like childbirth education um, breastfeedings education and support um, meal prep and planning again for the postpartum even pregnancy diet and nutrition exercise recommendations so it really it really looks different for every doula and every mother you know yeah 
Yeah, because some women don't really care <laughs> to right, exercise, right. I mean, and some and really do want to know. Genuinely, yeah. yeah. So I have like a questionnaire I send to all my mothers in the beginning. That's like, okay, is this what would you like to focus on the most? And I um, have like diet, nutrition, and some of them don't want to talk about it at all, and that's totally yeah. fine. You know, I'm here to talk about what they want. Um, yeah. I don't want to just shove stuff in their face that they're not interested in, and that's really the main thing. Is like it's customizable to them and what they're interested in. Yeah, specific to the woman. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's yes. really cool. Well, so what all specifically do you do for your clients then? Like. It sounds like you can do pretty much anything. You're like you're just you're there to help with whatever they need. Yeah, you know, it's really hard to really pinpoint exactly what I do. Um, yeah. Like just this past weekend, actually, I had like a doula filled weekend of clients. I um, went to a prenatal with a mother who's due this next week. Actually, um, she had her shower. I helped her like organize some of her baby clothes, um, some laundry, clean nice. up the house a little <laughs> bit, um, and then she even had like a baby wrap she wanted to try on and see, you know, how that yeah. fits before the baby comes. Um, so we did that with her. We tried it on with a baby doll you know um so i do all these things to try to get them just to feel confident and prepared for when the baby is here and they're not kind of like uh yeah you know up yeah, in the air. yeah i can only imagine how important that is especially for a first-time mother to have somebody that can help them like guide them through that has the experience and has worked with all these things before but you also help postpartum too a good bit right yeah definitely so postpartum um i will visit the mother at her home um days and weeks after she's had the baby and and is settled in um and i just really check in with her you know we debrief the birth and like just go over the her thoughts and feelings like physically emotionally and everything about how everything went um and then check in on like breastfeeding support if she's breastfeeding and like any kind of troubleshooting issues and like latch support things like that recommending you know a lactation consultant if she is in need of that um checking in on her sleep you know is she sleeping is she eating properly um you know how's dad doing are they you know sharing the nighttime routine how's that going um and all just you know all that fun stuff <laughs> that comes with the postpartum period oh yeah so yeah. much fun stuff in the yeah, postpartum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's probably when you get the most contact huh from from mama yeah, is, it's is like hey is this normal is this you know newborn care all that kind of yeah. stuff you know too it's just things you don't really like I think a lot of the times women during pregnancy are preparing you know for birth so much um that they kind of forget about all those things like oh now I'm going to be taking care of a newborn and you know yeah. taking him home and no one's going to be there to uh yeah. tell me what to do so it's really nice to just have someone to text and be like yeah. hey or send a picture and and ask you know what's this and should I be concerned and uh, you know <laughs> all that all that kind of stuff yeah no that that's a lot of help too and for our listeners um we found Jenna on Instagram and we align a lot with like the holistic and the ancestral care now obviously she's not going to make you know all of the women that she works with eat ancestrally but um, (laughs) but she does know a lot about proper nutrition and and making pregnancy easier um, and postpartum and all those things too with hydration and eating the proper foods Um, would you say that that's something that separates you as a doula is having that ancestral yeah you know um, that's really interesting I have like such a passion for like physiological birth and like nurturing that like mother baby connection you know even before birth you know during pregnancy and and after birth and all that so um i definitely like yeah try to focus on like that ancestral way of being just period like in general during pregnancy so whether it's diet or just prenatal care and and all that um so yeah i definitely think that's like something that my clients know about me for sure when they're contacting me that that's a priority and that's something that we're going to work together to to protect yeah Yeah. i think that's special and that's something that we want to help bring to the community too is just that the ancestral knowledge because um like we talked before like humanity's been around for over two million years and birth was pretty simple and and pretty easy that whole time otherwise we wouldn't be here so 
I think exactly, it's important yeah. getting back to those roots. Yeah. And I, I think it's really special what you're doing. Even just the name, like you said, it was ancient Greek, yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like bringing things back to where they should be, like helping oh, yeah. to rebalance. And um, what was it that we said before? The giving the power back to the mother during pregnancy. Yeah. You know, birth is very sacred, and I think it's like definitely important to remember that and like keep it that way as much as we can. Um, and whether that's you know birth in a hospital, it can be birth in a hospital, um, or it can be birth at home. You know, it's really just about like making the mother feel like she's, you know, in control of her body and, you yeah. know, her baby and what's happening and not really feeling like an object and like yeah. just something's happening to her. You know, she wants to feel like it's happening, you know, with her and she's deciding and, you know, making the decisions and, uh, yeah. and that's what's really most important. Yeah, I like that. And I, I know Caitlin's not with us at this moment today, but I know that she feels the same way about that because um, during all three of her births, yeah. I know that like as as we learned more and time went on um, sure you know there was there was times where she felt really out of control in the medical system because it's not so personalized right um not that they shove you through an assembly line but sometimes it really feels like it oh yeah um, it and so yeah i was just the onlooker as the father and, and a lot of times you, you really feel powerless in the man's shoes too so having someone there like as an in-between like a doula that can go well, you know, you guys, you know, you, this was important to you. Yeah. And so you can be that in between to help mom and, and encourage and that. that. Yeah, too. for sure. Whenever yeah. we meet um, in the beginning, I like to talk to them about their birth vision, which yeah. is really about like how they feel during birth and how, um, you know, they're going, they picture what that's going to be like. And a lot of the times, you know, I say like, do you picture yourself like being confused or <laughs> um, out of control? Because I doubt yeah. you do, you know, and yeah. I hate, you know, to, to bring that up but it's yeah. like I think you're gonna want to feel you know at peace and calm mm -hmm. and safe and um, a lot of oftentimes you know moms I don't hear that you know after yeah. certain birth experiences so it's yeah. it's a, important to try to make that yeah. a goal for sure I agree it should be somewhat ceremonial like it's you're, you're bringing a new soul into our physical existence yeah. it, it's a sacred thing and it really should be held in that type of regard but it, it i was actually like, so funny you said that i was actually just reading something about native americans and how they feel you know everything is a ceremony yeah. and how birth especially like the actual birth itself is such a ceremony that yeah. women from like all over would come to like witness the birth um because they can learn so much from every birth it was just yeah, yeah so that's special yeah, that's, that's very, how it should be very, it really should be mm -hmm. like i know uh i know recently like during um like the covid years like birth was definitely not ceremonial like you know, very very few people were allowed in the room right, and it was right. like a probably a really traumatic experience for a lot of for a lot of women um yeah, i think that's really important yeah, yeah really disconnected, disconnected. Yeah. yeah absolutely that's a good word for that so i'm curious does insurance cover doula um, you know, I have heard in like my birth community space that doulas are becoming more um, and more accepted by insurance, even That's midwife good. midwifery care as well. Yeah. Um, I know it's not like super common everywhere, and I don't really know like the details and like the logistics of how that works and how like a doula would have to register and all that. I'm sure with something you know to get. Yeah, application to, process right. and everything. So yep. um, I definitely think that's something worth looking into. But I'm I'm excited um, that it's it's becoming more accepted. I hope maybe in the future that you know yeah. that can be uh, something every mother can can get the dual support that they're wanting. I agree. Yeah, mm -hmm. there, there's a lot of things that we know heal people really quickly and help people a lot, like doula and a lot of these other holistic and uh, they call them ancestral now, but normal human things. Sure, yeah, right. <laughs> Insurance should cover. Yeah, it, yeah, it. definitely. So I, I think so. And so that's something to look into if, if you're pregnant or planning to get pregnant. 
is to uh, to one get a hold of a doula and then find out if your insurance covers and if not you know maybe budgeting so that you do have the support of a doula yeah. and there are actually um, there's a website called Be Her Village. Um, it's like a, a registry website, but specifically yeah. for actually doulas and like postpartum care and lactation consultants and things. Um, so women and mothers are able to get the, yeah. the support that they need, like yeah. sourced through their family and friends, actually. Be Her Village. Yeah. That's, yeah, good name for name it, drop, too. yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah. Beherevillage.com. Um, yeah. yeah, I like that. So what other services do you provide as a doula? So I'm actually really excited. Um, coming up next month in February, I'm going to be offering a motherhood circle, which is like a motherhood support group um, at Well Oiled in Cannonsburg, starting on Sunday, February 19th at four o'clock. It's gonna be offered once a month. Um, and then the following Friday um, at Well Oiled as well, Friday, February 24th at seven o'clock, um, I will be offering a womb awareness workshop where we will just be connecting and celebrating our womb space. Yeah. I think those those two things are really special, yeah. I, and I have two daughters, and so um, I know that whenever they get to that age, with I, I hope it's forever from now, but whenever <laughs> whenever they're prepared to have children, I'm definitely when dad's gonna, ready. Yeah, 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 yeah when right. dad's ready, when yeah. dad's ready, uh, I'm gonna lean them towards a doula for sure. Yeah, and, no, uh, and maybe if we're still in the same area, it'll be you. And That'd so be wonderful. I think it's really special what you're doing um, at Well Oiled here in Cannonsburg because. I think that those things are really taken out. Kate and I talk a lot about like the sexual sex, sexual education in schools and how it's not very good, uh, and especially for women. Like I, yeah. for the guys, like um, not that there's not a lot more that they should teach us. Like they should teach us a lot more on hormones um, than they do. In, sure. In, in, yeah, it's not very thorough. No, yeah. it's, it's not thorough at all, and it's almost like they teach you the bad things and, instead of the good things, and so that, that fear. Yeah. Yeah, it's all fear based. Yeah, like. Which we know when you make something a forbidden fruit or you put fear into it, a lot of kids want to experiment and do more things. So it's actually kind of like the D.A.R.E. program actually causes kids to do drugs. The opposite effect. Yeah, yeah, it's the opposite effect. I think it's really cool what you're doing um, because I think think it's important to have that education. And I think especially for young women in particular, I think it's really important that they're able to learn and give – sacredness to birth yeah, and, and their bodies and everything yeah. and yeah. i think it's education is um so important throughout any phase of your life um whether you're a teenager you know or yeah. giving birth um and i think that builds a lot of confidence too whenever you're more educated and you're aware of things you are, you know are more confident to handle you know more situations so. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. true it's a, i talk about this a lot um like once you start to eliminate threats you can be more comfortable and calm. And if you are afraid most of your pregnancy, everything's a threat to you, then it's, it's gonna be really uncomfortable. You're gonna be anxious and nervous. And I'm sure you know this, if you feel that way when you're pregnant, those hormones are flooding through that child's oh, body yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, and Kate and I had actually talked about this. Um, whenever you are pregnant, you actually like have a prenatal chi that is like put onto your child, which is like mm-hmm. energy that is passed on. Yeah. Um, even before birth. So I f- think that's so interesting that like we're already kind of um, setting them up with like a disposition based off of our own emotions. So it's like really important to, you know, keep control of our emotions and, it is, and stay yeah. at peace and not stress. <laughs> and a doula, and like you, cause you, uh, one of them classes is a meditative one, right? That yeah, we offering? are gonna do meditate, yeah, in both of them actually. Yeah, yeah, so that's really important. Everybody knows they're supposed to meditate, but rarely do people actually, actually do it. Do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's huge, especially when you're pregnant and you're, you need to balance yeah. and come to that to that balance. Yeah, point. no, and I meditated every morning when I was pregnant, and I felt like that was really like 
a way for me to connect with my baby. Yeah. Um, and, you know, every day I said, you know, I talked to him and I still now like feel like I have this connection with him. And, yeah. you know, I like to credit part of that to like me, you know, taking that time to connect with yeah. him you know, every day. So, okay. She was in yoga, yoga school, like yoga training school yeah. with, with mm-hmm. our youngest. And she felt the same way because she was pregnant through yoga training oh, wow, and yeah. you know, all the meditating. Yeah, and how the, special, yeah. Oh, it was really special. Yeah. And then like, I swear that that, you know, that child is the most like, spiritually aware, aware <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of yeah. all of them and, and it's sure. no it makes a huge difference I think mm-hmm. yeah like I um we, we had talked about this previously but I had given birth at home to my son yeah. and I felt like all of these like decisions that I made during my pregnancy and birth like led up to having like such a wonderful birth experience yeah. um and I said like you know I didn't just get lucky and like have a good experience you know I really had set myself up for that the foundation yeah. you know in the beginning and i think that's like really important for everyone no matter where you know you plan on birthing to, to yeah, do yeah absolutely just just to know how to set yourself up because a lot of people don't like you said like they get pregnant and they're told a lot of different things like you need to eat you're eating for two now and this right, and that. right right and i think like people it's not that they have bad intentions like they don't want to not do the things i think they just don't really know how to start or like it's overwhelming and intimidating and of course it is you know so i think having a guide and like someone that's kind of like an unbiased third party that's there yeah. to kind of like you know accompany you down the road you know yeah, it's, it I makes like it a that. little easier yeah, like you said you ask them what their goals yeah. are you ask them what their birth vision looks like and then you just help help them stay on track yeah. with that yeah, and it's kind of like a preg- like a pregnancy and birth coach like yeah. cheerleader like i'm yeah. i'm like kind of guiding them and you know hey let's let's look at this or let's read this or hey how about you check this out but then i'm yeah. also saying like you can do this and like yeah. i'm also like that you know source of encouragement as well yeah. you know yeah the, it well i mean just having a someone to talk to I'm sure is huge for a lot of women I know that in the modern world hormones get disrupted very easily because they're already oh, yeah. kind of barely on track as it is <laughs> right. so they're hanging by a thread yeah, just hanging <laughs> yeah. by a thread, and yeah. then you get pregnant and of course everything's changing yeah. so I can only imagine how important it is for someone just to have someone to talk to oh yeah you know, even just to bounce off your it. thoughts and that's like a big yeah. thing another big thing about what I do is like yeah. I just really listen to them and like how they're feeling currently like in that moment in their pregnancy and just how we can like work through those yeah. feelings you know yeah, no, I think that that's really special. I think that the whole thing's special, and that's why we wanted to get you on the show too. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm yeah, very excited to be here. Yeah, and not just because you're local, but also because I, I didn't even know what a doula was until maybe three or four months ago. Yeah, yeah. And so and a lot Kate, of people don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's really cool, and that's that's why we wanted to get you on too, is to let people know um, what all options they have. Um, you know, we're we're at an age where a lot of people are dealing with infertility, and so when they finally do get pregnant it's really big for them to make sure they're doing the right thing yeah so what do you have any advice for anybody who's listening that um maybe is trying to get pregnant or has had trouble in the past yeah you know i know that's so hard a lot of couples struggle with that and i feel like when you're you're struggling i feel like you've tried everything and so sometimes some advice just feels redundant you know at, at a certain point um but i know you know, like you had said, the hormones are so off balance right now. I think even just, you know, vitamins and nutrients and minerals are also, you know, off balance. And especially for women who, you know, have probably been on the pill for, you know, over half their life, um, their nutrients and minerals have been depleted, you know, especially the ones needed to get pregnant and pair that with like not eating correctly and not eating enough, you know, (laughs) um, it's just like the perfect storm, you know? So, um, it's really just like about, I think, taking care of your body and really like your body, if it's in survival mode, it's not really going to prioritize creating a life, you know, it's yeah. going to prioritize yeah. like keeping you alive. So Absolutely. Um, I think it's definitely important to like focus on that before you uh, try and 
and bring new life into the world. I'm glad you said that because that, that was something I was going to bring up too. Mm-hmm. Is something that that I read a while ago that when a woman is very stressed out, the body's like, uh, no, I'm not. Well, why would I make a baby <laughs> right? in this environment? It's like this doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is unsafe. Like, obviously, you, right, yeah. right. And I think mm-hmm. that's something that's again like so instinctual, and mm-hmm. people don't like feed into those instincts enough. And uh, I think that's definitely another part of what I do is like having women like listen to those instincts more and knowing that like that's your body like yeah. talking to you that's you know the yeah. point like you know so uh yeah all these signals and yeah, we, we, we miss so many them. of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> we get in the way yeah absolutely yeah, and if you sure. don't listen to them then they they show up in a different way a lot of times yeah yeah they manifest until you you find the root of it yeah for yeah. sure yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you say that there, well there's a lot of uh i know that you do the meditative stuff and a lot of the yoga and uh and for our listeners we're hoping to set up some sort of prenatal yoga here in the studio as well yeah Um, that'd be wonderful yeah that'll be a lot of fun so keep keep your ears and eyes open for that to manifest itself in the future um i also wanted to touch on real quick um you had mentioned something in a previous conversation about um like the energetics of giving birth and the carryings of traumas from like mother's birth to your birth and stuff like that. So I kind of want to talk about that a little bit. Um, I think what we had talked about last time was that um, whenever your like mother is in the womb of your grandmother, um, you are actually like in your mother as all like of her as her eggs. So you are in the womb of your grandmother. So I think that was something that a lot of people don't realize as well that like there's this carrying over of like generational trauma so like essentially like your mother's birth um trauma you know is then carried on to you and then like whenever you're born you know she's carrying that trauma like you know through that so i think no it is and and you can help heal that wound too like like with your birth vision yeah as yeah yeah you know it's just like piecing that together you know and saying like how can i heal this wound essentially you know by uh, maybe even just having a better experience than (laughs) <laughs> than, than your mother did. Than your mom, yeah. yeah. No, I think that that's really special, too. And Kate and I talked about that after after we had talked last time. Um, I think it's really important to heal wounds. And we know that um, ancestral wounds do travel with us, whether we want to believe it or not. And whether you're, you're skeptic of it, our, our DNA, for one, holds data from... Changes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, even it, birth changes your DNA as yes, well. Yes, yeah. absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then so the next child can pick up something that that child didn't. And throughout our whole yeah, lives, totally. our DNA changes, and it it records the damage mm-hmm. that's done to it. It also records, you know, the things that you love and your passions, yeah. and and we know those things can be passed on. And we definitely know at this point that very traumatic things can be passed on. And when um, in yoga and things like that, when your hips are wide open, it seems to release a lot of traumas. And also, when you're giving birth, if you have a very traumatic birthing experience, then that can be held onto for your whole Definitely, life and yeah. then passed on to your children as well. So to have a good birth experience um, really is detrimental. Most definitely, yeah, and it is important too that if you have had a bad birth experience, um, to try to work through you know that trauma, especially before having another birth experience, because yeah. you can always yeah carry that on to the next birth as well. How do you feel about women going through like spiritual journeys while they're pregnant? Do you think that that's something you would recommend? Oh, most definitely. I think that's yeah. a huge part of yeah, like yeah. what um, what I do is like kind of like posing them like with the questions and like the reflections and all that. Yeah. I think that's um, probably one of the biggest. 
uh, parts of preparing for birth is like mental preparation for yeah. sure. It's like you can do all the physical preparation, but like if you're not mentally prepared and like haven't worked through those traumas and fears and emotions, yeah. then you know you can't. You know, no no amount of walking and exercising can <laughs> make up for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can't eat all the perfect foods and uh, yeah. and do all the exercise, but not be not be there on an energetic level. Yeah. I agree with that too. Is there anything yeah. else that you wanted to talk um, about? Just that I think it's important to keep birth sacred, and yeah. I think um, if you are planning on a birthing experience this year, try and make that a point of your birth vision. Is like, how can I keep birth sacred in, in my birthing experience and throughout my pregnancy and postpartum? Yeah, and it's important to keep birth sacred. I think it's really important. I made sure, even though I worked out of town for you know the last dozen years, I always made sure that no matter what, that I would be there you know, towards the end of pregnancy. And then of course, a couple of weeks afterwards and always there for the birth. Yeah. Because, during those big moments. Yeah. Know, during yeah. The, and, I, and I wish it could have been there longer, but the way that our culture is, is it's, it's really difficult in the industry I was working in too. But, um, I think that birth really is sacred and it's, it is the most sacred thing that a human can do because without birth, there would be we, no humans. Yeah, no life. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I, I think it's really special. Um, I think it's really special to for someone to reach out and find a doula so they have an, just an extra connection, that extra connection to to connect them to, um, you know, other services. Like yeah, yeah, it's just it's really like a, a good stepping stone too to like just be able to provide them for to local, um, yeah, like I said, lactation consultants or like yeah. chiropractors, other doctors and care providers, pediatricians and um, things like that. So it's, again, that's not as overwhelming as as it can be. Yeah, and it can be overwhelming because especially with the first birth, you don't know what you need. And like, I remember Kate was like, getting to the birth, so you almost are at the end and you're like, oh shit, we need to find a pediatrician. Yes, we need to do this. Yes. We need to do you that. Know, and especially whenever you're looking for someone that's maybe like minded to like your beliefs and values, it's mm -hmm. even harder when you don't really know where to start. So, um, if you are working with a doula, you know, especially that does like align with your birth philosophy, then, yeah. um, they may have, you know, a list of, of people that are like minded that can it help you out. For make sure. things so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like here, start here. <laughs> yeah. So start here. Yeah. So, Hey, so I found the doula. Now I'm going to unload all these questions on the doula. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really, you know, and it's, it is really like that. I do. I meet with mothers, and then either, um, you know, I have a bunch of like homework I say for them, yeah. or they have questions for me, and then we kind of like meet back in the middle, and I'll like email it to them, and like yeah. vice versa. So um, it is like a lot of going back and forth, and like that communication for yeah. sure. Yeah. I think so. It sounds like the duo is like a twenty-four-seven job. Oh yeah, too. I said yeah. I'm like tech support. Like I'm just you text me, you call me, you know. I'll answer. <laughs> Always there. Yeah. Like, middle of the night. Like, yeah. hey. Um, yeah, it's a lot of on-call. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I can only imagine, too. Like, I know Kate, I'm sure every first mother is the same way. Kate was like, if she didn't feel the baby move in a certain amount of time, like, they tell you, like, oh, my gosh, that could be a really big problem. Sure, so yeah. If she had to do that at that time, I'm sure she would have been A little more reassured. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. at 2 in the morning, like, hey, I haven't felt the baby in an hour. Yeah, is you that think okay? it's okay? Yeah. Which yeah. I do. Yeah. Right. And you it's can, like, drink some juice, <laughs> lay down. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's really nice. The the uh, the pregnancy Alexa, you just kind of yes. kind of reach out for everything. Um, I need my own app now. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah. The, the Jenna Williams doula app. Yeah, <laughs> you could have like automated questions. Right, like a little the yeah. The ones that you get like FAQ all the time. FAQ kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be really funny. So. Uh, yeah, so again, what was it, February 19th? Yeah, February 19th will be um, the Motherhood Circle at Well Oiled, and then February 24th um, is going to be the Womb Awareness Workshop. Awesome, and I will. I'll make a note of that um, for for in the podcast too, so that we can we can put that out there. And that's it. You said it's a well oiled, which is in downtown Cansbury, right on Pike Street. Yes, right? it is. Yep, right yeah. on Pike Street. Okay. Um, well. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we close it up? Um, 
yeah, I mean, if anyone wants to get in touch with me, they can find my website. It's WashingtonCountyDoula.com. So it's just all spelled out, WashingtonCountyDoula.com. Um, on Facebook, my page is just under Washington County Doula as well. And my Instagram is WashcoDoula, W-A-S-H-C-O Doula. So I'm always posting stuff on there. I'm hoping to post more in-person events as well. So check me out on social media for the dates on those. And uh, I hope to hear from you all soon. Awesome. Thanks again for yeah, showing up. Yeah, thank you so much podcast. for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here.